Fam Electric Ghost, that's my alter ego, Joseph Electric. This episode is, is somewhat explicit, so uh, don't be offended, but Josephine plays a character. Uh, she's the lead singer of um, Fam Electric Ghost, and I create her with voice orders from Roland. Shameless plug for Roland. But her character um, is a dominatrix, and when I created Josephine, some of the first impact from some of you know the the initial um, people who listened to her 
kind of told me that she sounded like a dominatrix, but I don't know what a dominatrix is supposed to sound like, but I happened to hit that vibe and people felt that that's where she was coming from. And then her content tends to be that, you know, she's in these sadomasochist situations. She's in these S&M dungeons with um, fetish type of content. And we've always done songs that kind of take that to an extreme and have her playing that kind of alpha uh, dominant role uh, where she is uh, got the whipping chain is in the church. So this particular song is a little different. And she's talking about somebody who's like a doper. They got a choker and they've got this kind of, uh, you know, love that's kind of dissonant. And it's, there's two versions of the song. There's one called Choker, Doper, Joker, Love, and Choker, Joker, Doper, Love. Um, so the one version, uh, the Choker, Doper, Joker, Love, uses a Moog uh, Mother 32 uh, semi-modular analog synth with um, a, also a DFAM tied together uh, through CV, controlled voltage, to get a nice sound, and then we play it manually through a Roland Juno GI connected by MIDI. And we um, also have it getting uh, mixed through an MX1 mixer and a Zoom R24. We also have it being manipulated by a Make Noise Morphage, um, Make Noise Maps module. And we, initial structure of the song is actually an OPZ for Teenage Engineering. So the initial beat or structure of the song is actually a bunch of sequences on an OPZ using the step components to create a um, a, a track. And the track um, is kind of interesting because the step components cause this kind of strange um, uh, re repetition where it's a little random because you can introduce randomness to some of the step components. So when you actually record the song <clears throat> or play back the song, it runs a little differently every time because of the randomness of the components that you select. So you can have it repeating certain lines at certain points, and um, it allows you to have a structure that has has a steady beat from a typical sequencer, but then has some variation going on that you know is very interesting. And I think um, I like to use it that way um, in order to uh, give myself, you know, as a, as a one-person band, because that's what Phantom Electric Ghost is. It's actually a one person making all these sounds to me. And then Josephine is my alter ego as the lead singer. But it sounds like there's a full band. And that, that's on purpose. We're trying to sound like a full band. <clears throat> we use a lot of sequencers. And we use sequencers that we can manually manipulate. So most of our sequencers we can actually manually adjust when we play live or record. And as one of our techniques is to do that. Uh, when we do our Facebook live performances, you can see us using our Arturia Beatstep Pro, which was our primary sequencer. But we also use the sequencers within the, on the, are on the Moog Mother 32, the Arturia Mini Boot 2S, um, and um, the Moog DFAM. In addition to um, uh, running uh, modulation sequences through the Maths module, and then also the Morphogene Sampler, we can run uh, sequences that are sampled sequences. So we have a lot of different capabilities uh, with our software 
or no, our hardware, not software, because we're kind of not anti-software, but we're kind of in a, in a situation where we like to use hardware sense rather than soft sense. <clears throat> so most of our sense are hardware sense that we utilize to, um, you know, be able to play in a very organic kind of jam band format. The reason the ghost sounds like what we do with a peg, Pam Electric Ghost, uh, we sound the way we do is because we don't use a DAW, but we use these analog and digital sense, hardware sense, and we play them live. And uh, we utilize our sequencers to give us uh, the backing tracks. So when we play live, we've got the sound like there's a lot going on, but we have the ability to kind of kick things off because we have all of our controls right at our fingertips. So if you ever see me playing live, you'll see that, you know, I've got a rig with a lot of different ways to interact. I've got my Euro rack where I can interact with that live and change things live. I've got my Arturia. I've got my, my two keyboards, my JDXI and my Juno GI. I've got my two Voicoders, uh, a VT3, a VT4, and a third actually embedded in the JDXI. Uh, you know, so we have got a studio with an electronics microphone. We have a wireless microphone headset. And then we got our system 1M synth that we manipulate through our Arturia. And we also manipulate our JDXI through our Arturia. And then we can manipulate our analog sense, the Mother 32 and Arturia through the through the Juno, uh, through MIDI control through the Juno. So we can get use the, the 61 key keyboard on the Juno to actually control our modular analog sense and play them like you would play like a mini Moog or play a grandmother or play any kind of um, analog synth that actually has a keyboard. Um, and so we are able to MIDI control our analog sense and get a really uh, interesting sound because the analog sense just have this kind of warmth and they can cut through the mix and they have a power that you don't really get with a non-analog sense. Now, there are digital sense that have amazing sound. You can talk about the Prophet 12, you know, the Prophet X. Uh, they've got some capabilities. I mean, a walled off quantum. But it's a, they usually are hybrid where they, they do bring in analog filters. So if you get DCOs or digital controlled oscillators and you have analog filters, you can get a really nice sound. But you still have some analog components to do that. Sorry, still getting over my cold. And um, it's just, um, to me, analog will never die because analog is just something that, that, that can cut through your mix and make you have a really fat lead or fat baseline or really awesome atmospherics. Digital synths are really good for pianos. If you want to be able to play a Steinway, you want to be able to play like a German piano. <clears throat> if you want really nice bells, um, and uh, more additive synthesis stuff than subtractive. If you want those type of sounds, uh, sometimes using digital sense, modern digital sense, they can get you get you that that way. Or, you know, like Yamaha's and and Profits, Waldorf, even Roland's uh, DSP sense, like the System Eight, which is a big love of mine. If Roland's ever listening, I would love for them to give me a System Eight. Um, but it's actually faking analog, maybe not faking, but being able to replicate analog, but also can do some really cool things that analog couldn't do. <clears throat> like be able to layer a, a, a Juno 106 on top of a Jupiter 8 
which you could never do um, at the time they were built. But in this thing, you can. Now, whether or not it has the full sound that like a Moog 1 has or a Prophet 6 or maybe OB6, maybe not. Uh, but it does have that classic Jupiter 8 sound as good as you can get unless you're going to go find a $10,000 Jupiter 8. Um, it has a pretty good 106 sound too. Um, regardless, this song, uh, we got two versions of it. One that actually has the Moog line, which is the Choker Doper Joker love. And then we've got the one that doesn't have the Moog line. It's all Teenage Engineering. Both songs have the Teenage Engineering OPZ that we used for the basic tracks. And the first track that you hear on here actually has the Moog. Which I think changes the character of the song and it's probably the one I'm going to release. As I indicated before, we are now assigned on two labels. We have a single or two songs from the same cloth. Um, you still have some personal demons to betray. It's on Mojo Head Records. Uh, it's going to come out on the 12th. Uh, you can see it like on all the streaming services and all the platforms. Pretty excited that we got a contract for that one song. And it actually did a remix of it as well. So there's two extra songs going out. One a remix and one the regular version. These are, these are, this was a totally analog song on the original version. The, the, the um, remix it does have some digital DAW stuff that the Bojo Heads did. Uh, so it was like a 50-50 collab on that. But then the other thing we're excited about is we signed with Bentley Records out of New York City. And we got a bunch of songs we've submitted to be singles and we're working on record. Right now the record is well, it's titled Violets. And it's going to be a collection that normally we've been talking about dark ghost albums. But uh, we're kind of keeping the dark ghost album as something we're going to put through Landar. Because stuff that we already put out, uh, we're just collecting them into a big collection. Like I said, a two and a half hour collection called Dark Ghost Volume 1. That's a separate project we're going to put out sometime this year, <coughs> made by Christmas or before that. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but Violets, um, you know, if it's approved, uh, I've got a track list configuration for Violets uh, and, and send it to Bentley Records shortly. And we'll see if they go with what I, I, I propose. We have a bunch of singles that will be coming. And um, we're excited that we finally have a label. Hopefully we'll get some of these songs you know, on the radio, we'll get them on YouTube, we'll get them on all the platforms, and maybe you can get them into radio and TV and advertising, video games, whatever. Uh, we're hoping that the weight of working with the label gets us uh, a little further than we've been able to get before. So hope you guys enjoy this. This 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 episode was explicit because the content with Josephine's talking very sexual in this version. So we finally marked we marked this one as explicit. Hope you don't mind and we'll talk to you later.
Yeah.